challenges and successes, hardship and joy, pain and blessings. The dichotomies of life, right? We eagerly embrace successes, joys and blessings, yet we become frustrated when challenges, hardship and pain intersect our lives. But what if the tough times of life are just cleverly disguised opportunities to grow? Resilience, strength, wisdom, courage, and grit are grown when we embrace and choose to learn from those challenging times of life. I invite you to tune your ear to the lessons and insights my guests gained when they fought to overcome the tough times that intersected their lives. Consider how their strategies, mindsets, and habits equipped and empowered them to grow, even thrive, despite the challenges they faced. Welcome to the Challenges Won't Stop Me podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Brown. I'm honored you've chosen to listen to this episode. I believe you will be encouraged and inspired to seek to grow through your challenges. Let's keep moving forward. Welcome to the Challenges Won't Stop Me podcast. I am super excited to have my friend and guest, Cherie Dena, back with me again today. We are going to be talking about a habit that has become important in her journey. Welcome back, Cherie. Thanks for having me back, Mel. What does it mean to have a healthy boundary in our relationships? For me, it all starts with my mindset, my thoughts. Yes. Having healthy boundaries in my in my head. So in order to do that, I need to be in God's word and immersed in what he says about me in his truth, because uh, Satan likes to get into our heads, right? Yes. First and foremost, the boundary starts with my thoughts. And recognizing every day, it's a daily thing, recognizing what is of God and what is not of God. And I call them, you know, imposters, these little imposters that try to get into my head. I need to rebuke them and take all all thoughts captive in Christ. So I am thinking what is true and not what goes against what God says. I think it's so important what you brought up a second ago is studying God's word. If we are not putting God's word into our heads and into our hearts, then our our minds are this wide open space that Satan goes and just flies in there and causes all kind of chaos and destruction in our thoughts, making us believe these things that if we knew God's truth, we would be able to recognize his lies. But if we're not putting God's word into our mind and our hearts, then he just takes free reign. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah, neither do I. And it it can happen so subtly. Being in God's word every day is our, you know, he's our Holy Spirit is our protector. Yes. Without being in his word, you know, we can pray. Of course we can pray. We have, as Christians, we have the spirit in us, but, but being in God's word, you know, there's a reason why it's described as 
a sword. Yes. Having that boundary is key above any other type of boundary that I could possibly adopt in my life because it all starts with what's up in my head, right? What I'm thinking, what I'm focused on is going to determine what I speak and what I do, which of course uh, determines the outcome. Yes. If I'm going to have healthy boundaries in my circle of friends, like I completely severed all contact with the people that I used to run with in my life with the bikers. I just wasn't in contact with them at all. And they were no longer in my, in my circle. That was a very healthy boundary. Of course, I had to look out for my daughter, my own safety. God, he's in the business of reconciliation and restoration, right? So having those healthy boundaries and not just with my thoughts, but with my circle of friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's hard. That's, that's super hard saying no to all the people that you've, you've known. And especially as an adult, creating a new circle of friends that are healthy. For me, that all came about in church. Yeah, I struggled with rejection. I struggled with are people judging me because I have a tattoo on my chest or are people, you know, how can I open up and drop these, these walls and take off these masks. So, so I can have real relationships, healthy, healthy relationship. So having boundaries with healthy people and trusting God that he was going to use others to help guide me and provide the fellowship and the community the new community that I needed in my life to move, to move forward on the right path. Yes. I had to make some sacrifices and trust other people and trust God that he was going to do what he said. And these promises, when we commit our ways to his, he will bring about justice. We get to see the glory of God when we commit our ways to his. I really held onto that. I saw justice. Uh, and ha- so having those boundaries was super helpful. And I still have to have those boundaries just with my thoughts, the people that I allow into my home, even severing and distancing family members, because it was mostly family that brought harm to me. Yeah. God is a God of restoration and wanting to restore what was broken. But in your case, with the environment that you were brought up with and the people that you were in contact with that were harmful to you, restoring a relationship with them is not healthy. And so it's kind of almost the opposite. The healthiest thing to do is to not restore a relationship with them. That feels kind of counterintuitive because it feels unloving, but you're doing it because you know that Inviting them into your life or into your home or into your into your heart again is only going to reap something negative and destructive. The healthiest thing to do is to say, no, I'm putting a boundary there. I agree with you. That is extremely hard because it, it makes you feel like you're not obeying God's word. I don't believe that God would want us to restore a relationship with someone that is only going to bring continued harm and destruction. 
Yes, he says a lot about that in the in the Bible also. I yeah. just recently went through a Bible study of Lisa Turkhurst's book, Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. And I learned so much in that study, uh, walking through that. I mean, because we are told and taught and, and it says into God's word to be compact, you know, compassionate and extend compassion and forgiveness and, and mercy. And yes, we can still do all those things, but we can still remain strong in the Lord while having healthy boundaries and only allowing certain access, certain level of access into, into our life. And, and that's okay. So we can forgive, but we do not necessarily have to be reconciled to that person to where they are, they have the freedom to come back into our home and and cause harm. Yeah. One way of guarding our heart. Yeah, I would agree completely. Far as building relationships at church or at work or in the neighborhood or whatever, what kinds of boundaries do you put in place with new people that you're meeting so that you keep your life and your heart and your mind healthy? Well, you know, my circle of friends is very, I have so many friends. I'm so blessed, but my, my inner circle, like the people who are in my home. Yes. We're all like-minded and having a community of, of friends who live the same lifestyle that I live, it's important to me. And it's important to my husband. I mean, as far as protecting our home, protecting our home from anything or anyone that Satan would like to bring in to cross the threshold of my door. Yes. I'm very guarded about that. We help people. We uh, reach out to people. They don't have to be Christian to be our friend. I'm not trying to say that, but, but their lifestyle, uh, we're not going to invite anything in that goes against our lifestyle. Things that are unhealthy things that yes, anything unhealthy. And, and we've had, we've had two very serious circumstances in recent months. And we had to say, I'm sorry, but we cannot have you here. We cannot have you at our home. Yeah. Boundaries are kind of a crazy thing because we can't put an actual fence around our lives. Mm-hmm. We can't around our house, but we can't necessarily put an actual physical fence around our lives. So they, they have to be spoken. They yes. have to be predetermined. Uh, it makes me think of a lady who was the pastor's wife at a church that we went to many years ago. And she said, when you put boundaries in place in your life, you think ahead to possible dangerous situations and say, okay, here's where my boundary is. And so she gave the example. She never would get into a vehicle with a man where it was just she and the man. She felt like that that could lead to all kinds of inappropriate behavior, um, send signals that she didn't want to send. That was one of her boundaries is she said, I'm never going to get into a car with another man who is not my husband or my son that would lead towards something potentially happening. Now, it could, and what she said was it could go perfectly fine. Nothing wrong or inappropriate or whatever would happen. She felt very strongly that 
there could be the potential and she just didn't want that to happen at all. We have to use wisdom and discernment. Yes. Those two things are so important. And if I'm, if I'm sensing something is off, I mean, because of course the enemy knows all about my past, right? And he wants to taunt me and seduce me. And I know this and I recognize it when it comes up. I have to then say same scenario because it's regarding men. Yeah. I need to guard my, my marriage, need to guard my heart. I will not entertain any language that's seductive language. I'll cut it off. We don't have any men around that cross those boundaries. I know how the enemy works and he's very, he can be very subtle. Not having someone, a man alone, even, even if it's a pastor meeting with a pastor alone, I would want my husband there. Using discernment and wisdom is key. I have family members. I know I discern a certain spirit in them, upon them. I'm very careful about the time and place where they're in my company. I really have to pray and prepare myself before I meet with them. And that's part of putting the boundary in place. Yeah. And I cannot invite everyone to my Thanksgiving table or my Christmas dinner. I I can't. Oh, that's, that's great. I love that. Let's talk about one of them that is a boundary that all of us have the hardest time with, and that's the boundary of time. Oh, yes. How do you deal with the boundary of time and people wanting to suck your time or not devoting too much time to work or needing time to rest? Go for it, Cherie. Time management is not an easy thing for me. It really isn't. It never has been. But I have learned (laughs) that the most important thing that I can do with my time is take care of me. Mm. I love the ocean. I take a lot of time. I call it sea habilitation because (laughs) sea habilitation is a, a spiritual, it's a spiritual experience for me. I get away uh, as a writer. I need a lot of time to write and I need to be in solitude when I write. I will escape and get as much sea habilitation as I can so I can be alone with the Lord and I can write. I love that. I guess mine then, if I'm going to borrow your phrase, would then be mountain habilitation. Is that is that right? Would that yeah, be right? mountain habilitation, mountaintop habilitation. <laughs> Maybe jeep habilitation. Jeep habilitation. Jeep girl, you know how wonderful it is to be in a jeep with the top off and yeah. singing your heart out to God. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I need some protected space to spend some time in the mountains and just clear my head and be with God and just enjoy yeah his creation and praise and worship him there. We go back for just a second. You're saying that in order to have boundaries on your time, you make time for time away. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's super important because I'm a caregiver to my mom. My husband's parents also live on our property. My husband has a business. I help him with his business. Uh, Then there's, you know, ministry, There's just family stuff going on all the time. 
And in order for me to, to maintain my peace and be a nice person, a healthy person, I have to take time for me. <laughs> I have to take time to because I still struggle with PTSD. I still, you know, there's still remnants of that I need to be mindful of. When I start getting too anxious or I feel myself kind of relapsing into old mindset or old behavior, I need to regroup. How about the time that you set aside for hanging out with friends or activities? Do you have a a kind of boundary with that? Yeah, my husband and I, we love to make time like for other to go out with other couples and just surround ourselves. We need that. Yes. We have so much we have so much family responsibility that we we really need to be mindful of of having date night. Yes. You know, with my husband and I or with another couple. I enjoy date nights with with other couples. We do too. Yeah, it's just energizing. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's it, you. It, Pouring into them, them pouring into you, having that true community, hanging out with other couples that are like-minded is incredibly valuable. Yeah, that's a very important, a very important boundary for us. And we all have busy lives. I don't know anyone who doesn't have a busy life. Balance is another boundary. Oh, let's talk about that. We can be so consumed like I've been consumed in writing my book and you get this. Yes. Right? Being consumed with writing, getting, you know, getting this done, getting this done, but having that, that boundary of balance, managing our time so that we're taking care of ourselves. We're in community and fellowship. If, if we're married in a relationship, nurturing, nurturing that relationship, yeah. you know, having that one-on-one time with our spouse and our children. I'm an empty nester. Yes, me too. Um, but we still need to have time with our children. <laughs> I and, love time with our kids, our boys, yeah, and our yeah. daughter-in-law too. And making sure that keeping those priorities in order, right? And making sure that our my time is allocated in the, those proper areas. Rest <laughs> comes in a lot of different ways. Yes, and, it does. And the technology, technology is so all consuming all day long. So I have to be, that's another boundary to be intentional about shutting down technology uh-huh. an hour before I go to bed and not falling asleep with a device in my hand, sending emails or whatever it is, right? I want to make sure that the listeners, if you're not familiar with the book that Sheree and I are talking about, It is called Sacred Rest, and it is by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, and I will make sure to put uh, information about it in the show notes. If you have not read this book, and I'm speaking for you, Cherie, because I, I can just tell by our conversation that you would agree, you need to get this book. Well, Cherie, our time is almost up. I mean, girl, we... We could have 17 of these episodes because we have so much that we can share about. Uh, but but let's talk just for a moment about how having healthy boundaries helps you to keep moving forward in the things that God has called you to. Yeah, our time here on this earth 
is not guaranteed for one. We, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Absolutely. Our time here is very short. I've been very mindful of how I want to spend my time, my day, whatever time I have, I have left here. So I try to keep that in mind and, and make sure that I'm making the most of my time. Yes. This is all about God. This is what he wants, what he wants, making time for what he wants. And it doesn't always have to be doing, serving it, serving or doing something. Sometimes he's calling us to, for a a season of, of rest and receiving. Sometimes that's our, we're in the season of, of receiving instead of pouring out. I am thrilled that you have been with us, Cherie. I want to make sure to mention your book title coming out at the beginning of February. It is called Beloved Outcast, The Quest for True Belonging. And make sure that you also visit Cherie's website, which is Cherie Denna. It's C-H-E-R-I-E-D-E-N-N-A.com. And thanks so much for being with me today, Cherie. Oh, thank you so much, Melanie. It's just been a joy just to share how the Lord has moved just so mightily in my life. And he calls us all beloved. Yes, he does. Love you, friend. Love you too. 